Welcome to the Popcorn Junkies, and we're gonna go straight in like that. Come on. I don't have any gems on my on my. No, I have jewelry. I have jewelry. She has a tiny gem. So we are reviewing the Safdie Brothers Uncut Gems, most notable for the fact that it's starring Adam Sandler. Who, hey. Yeah, Adam Sandler. Now, before we even get going with the film and all that mm, kind of mm. shit, um, Adam Sandler, why do people fall into two such extreme camps on him, do you think? Because he does such rubbish. But he's he's also he has been in very bad. Has he? So when yeah. he does bad, he does really bad. I suppose I've only seen him in good. What, what have you seen? On mainstream. Uh, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, he was um, good in that. And actually, there were, I've thought afterwards, there was another film where he played one of a series of brothers and Ben Stiller was another one. Right. And Dustin Hoffman played the father. Ah. This was only about two years ago and he was the great. The mayor of it stories. The mayor of it. The mayor of it stories. stories. And that was by Noah Bombard, director yeah. of Marriage Story. That was very good. He was very good in Very that. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good in well, a serious He's film. a good actor. It's he's a great actor. actor. People have a lot of... They keep putting him things in like the wedding... I mean, stupid things. Yeah, sure. He's and also, I mean, the last one we saw was Pixels. I mean, comedies. I, I, I genuinely find him very funny and very disarming. I like I told him, him to get to the back of a queue in New York once so until funny. I realised it was Adam Sandler. I was like, fucking hell, it's Adam Sandler. No, I like him a lot, but just don't like the films, is not Okay, right. Well, Uncut Gems. I mean, it's fair to say this another film produced, distributed by A24, one of our favourite film producers, A. Stables. The Safdie brothers did a, a film before this called um, Good Time, which starred Robert Pattinson, which I didn't see. And when I kept reading the blurb about what Uncut Gems was about, yeah. I couldn't quite, you know how most films you can trot it off in a sentence or you can get the pitch? Mm. With this one, I couldn't work out, is it a mob film? Is it a hip hop film? You and is I it... watched the trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah but I couldn't, it, it wasn't totally neatly no, definable. No, 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 it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily a Goodfellas. No. It wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't necessarily a criminal that no. was involved in crime. Yeah. Um, or, you know, so, so it was a hard grasp for me to position it. I didn't quite know what it was going to be about. So the Safety Brothers are kind of unknown force for us, other than that they're brothers and they, they co-direct their films together. Traditionally, I always find that when you have more than one director, it's never a good thing. Yeah. Interestingly, this film is executive produced by Martin Scorsese. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Which kind of explains some of the things we're probably going to talk about. I knew it was going to take place in New York, and mm -hmm. I knew we were going to be looking at a very sort of shot from the hip, street level, gritty, granular. Right in the of it. Yeah, I was expecting to get all that sort of cinematography, a little bit like the beginning of Joker, but even more grainy and a bit more documentary of, you know, early 70s sort of cinema, that vibe, that sort of, like a documentary almost, very Jewelry busy, quarter. very busy. Next to but in terms of style, I, was, I knew I was gonna get a sort of very busy, kind of raw sort of thing. So yeah. I was totally thrown that when it started, we were in the gold mines of Ethiopia, or the diamond yeah, mines of Ethiopia. Yeah, it was really, yeah. I Wasn't was that a surprise? That yeah. at all. What did you think of the beginning? I loved it, did loved you? the beginning. Yeah? Yeah. In what way? Yeah, I mean I just love the fact that um, all the things that you just said, I was expecting yeah, to happen. Yeah, I think it was about expectation, wasn't it? Suddenly we're in the, yeah, and it's um, amazing, and the two men rush inside, and you see this yeah. gem. Well, and I thought this was not only unpredictable in terms of geography, mm. we were in Ethiopia, it was also unpredictable immediately in terms of the way it was shot. Mm. There was a high contrast to the footage. It was almost like it had been um, enlarged, so that you had the sort of pixelation going on of the actual sort of footage. Do you mean the beginning bit? The beginning generally, generally the beginning but, beginning but the beginning bit, sh I thought this was where the film wrong-footed me. I thought, yes, oh. we're going to get gritty and granular, but I yeah. didn't quite expect to get gritty, granular and 
and gemstone and sort of yeah. mineral. It was like mineral. There was a mineralness to the footage. Oh, okay. It was really odd. So, and then what I wasn't expecting was it goes into total fucking abstraction. Mm. Yes, yes. Total abstraction. Yes, yes. It zooms in on an uncut gem that's found by these Ethiopian miners. Yes. And to give you a grab just quickly on the plot before we get into all of our feelings on it, it's essentially the story of a jeweler in New York who is basically sort of ducking and diving, scheming, pawning certain bits of jewellery in order to leverage finance. Running his own business. Running his own business, but using lots and lots of, of different people's jewellery and belongings and his own belongings to kind of leverage access to money so he can place other bigger bets. And it becomes a sort of ever-increasing house of cards of him trying to use the money as collateral against this and against this and against this. He's an addict. So he's an addict. So he's a gambling on addict. baseball specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of this is and to basketball. fuel. Sorry, Bas basketball. basketball. Yeah, and basketball. Yeah. And all of this is to fuel and to pay off debts. I mean, essentially, this is a film about a man paying off a debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the classic man in a hole narrative. Yeah. We find him in a hole yeah. and that hole gets bigger yes. and bigger. And bigger. Alongside him in the cast is our uh, people, not many people that we'll have heard of, but Lakeith Stanfield, oh, he's yeah, in there. Yeah. Dina Menzel, I think is she's the, the, the woman from, from um, oh, the, his wife, yeah. His wife, and Julia Fox, I believe, plays his the girlfriend. I oh, like the girlfriend. She was lot. great, she was yeah. very good. I was trying to explain to Mandy that there's a lot of underhand activity around jewellery mining and mines in Africa oh as a whole. Goodness, yes. And so I felt that the politics on this at the beginning were interesting. You clearly saw that China owns half of Africa. Yes. Did you believe that the guy who was injured in the mine was injured? No. Well, he was injured, but do you believe it was accidental or not? No, I think it was on purpose. On purpose, I For do them too. to stage the... So they the could stage the... Yeah, so they stage... The, they, they have a distraction of a man with his leg coming out and then they run back into the mine and they get this amazing gem, an opal, out of the wall of the mine and Adam Sandler's obviously ordered it. Mm. Now, out of this gem spirals a myriad, quite literally, a multifaceted storyline, oh, wow. right. yeah. uh, which fractures in every direction. Mm. And what for me sort of began to play out was a really rough and ready re retake of Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. faster, more stressful, Oh my god, yeah. I don't think I've seen a film that has more relentlessly exhausted me than this in recent yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. So what were your feelings, if you like the beginning, what, what started to go wrong for you, Mum? <laughs> what makes you think anything went no, wrong? It's kind of clear. If you like the beginning, mm. what, where did it start to go wrong I only like the beginning in the sense that I knew it was a fairy tale beginning and that, because I knew vaguely the plot and it was to do mm. with an uncut gem, one presumes. Um, because they immediately took us to the jewellery quarter. And he's this man who's, who's out of his depth in so many ways. My problem was immediately that although I like Adam Sandler, I've always thought of myself as an Adam Sandler fan, I hated him from the moment he, he came on screen. I, I didn't just hate him, which you could say, well, it is that important, but it is in a sense. I think you're supposed to, to. Well, yes, yes, I'm sure we are. Yeah. But if it's supposed to be a repulsive person. Yes, but yeah. if you haven't got anything invested in him. But I disagree with that. What, okay. I thought that Adam Sandler's performance was so brilliant because... It was, it was a good performance. No, because his character was so unfaithful, so repulsive, someone that you originally would look at and be like, I hate you, you're mm. evil. Yet you were on his side the whole... You, you were worried about his safety the whole time. Mm. I wasn't, you see. I, no, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's why I yeah. see the film completely differently to you. Oh, because okay. I feel like mm. that is such a skill as an actor to be playing such a horrible character that in the real world you just look at and be like, oh, I hope you die. Mm. Yeah. Da, da, da. But in a film you manage to 
worry about him you manage he, because he's under in so much danger the film is so stressful because you don't want anything bad to happen to him mm. yet he's such a bad person that something bad should really happen to him that's really interesting because i knew that was how the filmmakers and adam sandler himself wanted me to feel mm. and i really wanted to feel that mm. but i didn't feel it at all right i felt so sort of alienated alienated from him and also, right from the very beginning, and you guys will, will take the mickey out of this or think it's ridiculous or think I'm being ridiculous, I thought it was incredibly racist in terms of Jews. Well... And now that's a difficult thing to say, and I know Jews are involved in the, in the German Well, given history. that the two directors are ex from the Jewish Orthodox religion... Oh, absolutely. I Adam, Adam, who am I to say that? And, and yes, Adam Sandler. Yes, yes, but the and way that they position this objectionable man and all the people around him were equally objectionable. Firmly in the, I, I just thought, I'm not suggesting that you've missed something. I, no. I, what I would suggest the film's trying to do, because I thought long and hard about that. There was mm. a lot of dialogue between the Lakeith Stanfield and Adam Sandler chat about black, black uh, Jews. Ethiopian Jews, yeah. what is Jewish, you are Jewish. And you're right, when people have the prejudicial stereotypes of Jewish people, yeah. Um, you could argue that if this was made by anyone other than yes. an, a, a, an was it made em by Jewish? emphatically yeah. Jewish personnel, directors, yeah. that conceived it, everything, I could see what you were saying. But what I thought in that sense was this was a little bit like equivalent. This film was the equivalent for me of when hip hop artists have re taken ownership of the N-word and other words that mm. for them are a yeah. culturally, they want to culturally reappropriate. And I felt that this was actually, at times, I thought this was an incredibly nifty, clever, dangerous, challenging, extraordinarily um, risky endeavour to challenge us all in our stereotypes of the Jewish community yeah. from within. How so by, by the very simple act of placing it bang in the middle, for me, this was like almost a modern remix of The Merchant of Venice. I was just going to say, how could, it, how could it be challenging in the sense that he was a modern day Shylock? Yeah, and he didn't, it but didn't... I think it's challenging for all the reasons that Maddie says, because he, they give us virtually nothing to like about no. him. Virtually but nothing. But I felt so sorry for him the whole way through. And, yeah, and I thought it then became a really interesting sort of challenge to you as a viewer, that this is a film that through sheer bravura is going to grab you by the scruff okay. of your neck, take you on this journey with yeah. this thoroughly unlikable man. Yeah. You're going to be probably, as a non-Jewish viewer, pulling in all the stereotypes you've heard, yeah. wondering what the fuck's going on. Yeah. This is all a bit close to the bone. Yeah. This is all a bit stereotypical. Oh, my God. I, and equally, I thought they did the same thing with the hip-hop group, with the, with, the, with the black characters within it. Yeah. I thought the stereotypes were working, you know, basketball players, hip-hop artists, yeah, yeah, yeah. gold things, Furbies. You know, yeah. you know, bejeweled Rolexes and all that. I thought, I thought this was, it was dreamlike, and I thought almost with all that kind of zooming in on the facets of the gem, and then kind of it going abstract. It was really psychedelic. It was psychedelic. Okay. I, at times, I felt like it was purposefully extreme in its characterization of everyone. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't disagree with that, but it, but. And that makes it sound as if I've just missed all no, of that. No, no, I don't but, mean it like that. I mean, sense, it's whether it does that for you or not. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, they clearly were really trying to do the Jewish. They took us right into the heart of the family. Mm. You have that scene where they're all sitting I was fascinated by the Passover and all, all, yeah, all that kind of I stuff. I was yeah, too, yeah, yeah. and I could get that they were sort of, because they've got skin in the game and yeah. they are the ones that can can take, take the mickey yeah. out of the whole Jewish thing or certainly aim a spotlight at it. I knew all of that in my head, and plus the fact of always having liked Adam Sandler, 
I was desperately trying to find the sympathy thing which you said, which I knew I was supposed to find, and I couldn't find it. Right. Well, I don't think you're supposed to. I don't think you're supposed to. And I think the only moment I felt the whole film calmed down for a moment of humanity were two scenes, actually. The one between him and his wife, yes, where he was saying, I, I thought that was such a powerful scene. Yes. It was like they pulled the handbrake and the whole film did a handbrake sort of turn yes. and we paused for a moment, yes. took stock. The scene with his daughter, which you really liked. I felt really, yeah. You know, that whole thing where he was watching her on stage and then at yeah, home was he was trying true. to connect with her and the daughters disconnect. I think yeah. every parent, every child could relate to that in some way. Yeah. And you felt his distance. Um, and also the scene, strangely, with the guy, did you recognise him, from Taxi, the actor who used yes, to be in Taxi? Judd Hirsch. J Judd Hirsch, is that his Judd name? Judd Hirsch, He's yeah. brilliant, absolutely brilliant. He's never and been I, in anything for ages. And I thought there were sort of, there were moments there, even the moment where Adam Sandler's son was looking at him when he got back in the car when he realised yeah. that there was a woman up there. Yeah. This was a man who was so, I hate the expression, but balls deep into his own fucking mess. Yeah. That he was just struggling to survive yeah. and it became in a weird way it became a voyeuristic watch for me of will this guy survive yeah it was so strange and that sustained me now i never liked him mm. and my compassion for but him I... was one of to the point of come on it was like he they, they brought the gambler out in me yeah, yeah. I was, it was yeah, like it was actually, actually placed a bet actually, on his on his story yeah, i yeah. can see that yeah because i hated it as it's i hated it I don't know how to say this after being so passionate about hating it at the beginning. Yeah. I hated it far more at the beginning than I did by about three quarters of the way right. through it, where I suppose what was happening yeah. was exactly what you just uh, started to say. It was so fantastic how he was being hit on every side. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. He was literally like a man in the middle looking all well, around Well, he was him. an uncut gem. He was. I can't remember how many times or how recently I have been as genuinely shocked and surprised by the outcome as I was at the end Jesus. of this film. Jesus. I was so unexpectedly broadsided mm. by the eventual outcome mm, that once again it did that thing of it it was probably one of the most stressful and unpleasant watches i mean me and Mac maddie were sitting there I, yeah. I was having pains in the left side yeah, of my chest well, i fully thought i was gonna have a heart attack yeah well, maybe that's what i mean when i say i hated it is yeah. that i'm i'm well you've just said it i've never felt as anxious in a film no you know in all the war films or anything I've seen mm. as I did in this film. No. It's ridiculous. And in a weird way, I was saying to Maddie as well afterwards, it sort of sits alongside, there seems to be what I would call, if it's almost a genre, there's a new sort of intensity to filmmaking going on at the moment. There's a, I feel a connection between this, 1917 and Joker, where they all relentlessly keep taking us in and in, and where most other normal films would stop and mm. pull you back yeah, for breath, true. let you reorientate yourself, or give you some moral guidance to go, oh yeah, it's a happy mm. ending, oh yeah. None of these films do. No. And I think this is almost, this could be the dawn of a new age. I yeah. wonder if this new film, The Lighthouse, does something similar, where we are taken relentlessly down the hole. Yeah. And you don't stop going. For me, the analogy for this film was, when I think of the scenes, he was an uncut gem, and it is an uncut gem, it, right down to the way it was shot and the way it looked. Mm. It felt like you had so many moments in it. I loved the way it looked. Yeah. The brain on it was... I mean, you were picking up moments, though, like all of the, all of the supporting cast who maybe have one line. So like the porn dealer that he goes to, who, yes. says, who, who he exchanges the ring with. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Yeah. The guy who works for him, the fat guy who comes to open the yeah. door. Yes. What was that shot you pointed out where he... When he's was, trying to save the fish and he's just standing, just standing there voice. laughing. Yeah, no, yeah. And also, I love the guy that had like the really crazy hair that just wanted to watch back. Yes. And like, he was so unthreatening. And like you said, one 
probably would think that you don't need a character like that when you've got all of these threats. Yes. 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 But there's something so good about him just keep coming back and yeah. everyone's just like, go away. Like, yeah. And also, <laughs> you would have that it, it bloke, wouldn't you? He looks totally unthreatening compared to all the others. Yeah, I thought that was great detail. Yeah, like, go, just get rid of him. Where I thought a lot of tenderness did sit in the film was in his relationship with his Julia Fox, his his bit on the side, if you yeah. like. I thought she was phenomenal. I thought she was. I thought she grew in terms mm. of well, maybe it's what they gave her to do, but I didn't think much of much in the beginning, but then as the film went on I just thought she was a, Amazing. What did she looked different in every She did. Season. I didn't know whether it was the same woman. I kept time. getting like the, the bit where she's in the club with the weekend yeah. the rapper. I, I was just like, is who's that? And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looked completely different in every scene. But also the guy, the main guy, is 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 a top basketball star. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I mean, he's uh, what's he his name? Lovely. Kevin Garnett. Wasn't he yeah. lovely? Kevin yeah. Garnett. K K K G. Was he? Played it? Absolutely. He played it brilliantly. I thought yeah. it was fantastic. And and to have that sort of there was a lot of documentaries. There's a lot of film off monitors you had a lot of cctv footage there was a lot of phone usage and i found there was a real organic feel to yeah. every shot it was christmas now one of the things that really i worried about at first i'd be interested to know what you thought of this what do you think of the soundtrack yeah. i mean at the beginning i found it so overbearing and i tell you what it reminded me of it remind, reminded me of the synthesizers and moogs that they use in uh, mandy yeah mm. and it was tugging so spectacularly against the actuality yeah of the no that's very but i loved it but I no 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 and it, but for me i was convinced by it by the end it was a sort of yes i was by the end it was mesmerizing yeah yeah, yeah and it was, was captivating what did you think of kg the uh, the basketball player's obsession with the opal i really liked that and, and it was totally believable it was wasn't it i mean it's a ludicrous Thing. Well, it is, but but this is again where, and, and I don't want to come back to the sort of Jewish racism, if, uh. if it could be, because I thought, although in a way it was taking the Mickey out of the whole, as you said about the whole uh, gold chains and gold this mm. and everything of the black um, members of the cast, there was a, there was a softness to that. There wasn't yes. a there wasn't a sort of judgment of that. Mm. Whereas I felt there were there was somehow a, a real judgment. Of the Jewish thing. Oh, did you? And I mean, clearly they can do so it. So, I didn't feel that it. at any point because no, I, I knew that Adam Song was Jewish. Well, I knew yeah. all of that too, but I just thought them. all the people If they weren't, it, then I would have been like, oh, yeah. But yeah. I feel like you kind of can say that when yeah. you're. Well, no, no, yeah, I, I kept thinking that, but I kept thinking, I saw it in an audience that was quite full, and I thought. Yeah, this is packed. It's rammed. Yeah, it's rammed. I mean, they've done a sort of limited release on this. So it's I know. I mean, I, I had trouble just finding yes, it. Yes, they did. We've two, yeah. two screenings sold out. You're going to struggle to see this. Um, I, I'd, I'd go a step further with that whole, the whole sort of representing representation of Jewishness within it. Mm. I thought it was even more refreshing how they represented it because yeah, the thing around stereotypes and the thing around cultural archetypes and all that kind of stuff is that sometimes they're based in truth. Yes. And it's like, I've always found it really odd how on the one hand, we don't want to see difference. And yet on the other, we're supposed to cherish difference. Mm. I'm culturally different to you. Well, if you're culturally different to each other, then you've surely got to cherish what's different about you. Yeah. I think where racism creeps in is where difference is seen, is, is seen you only view used as, as used as an insult where you characterize those details in a negative fashion or they're seen as the only thing that that person can yeah, be. Yeah, That's when it gets yeah, troublesome. Yeah. Um, but I thought... But also, you have bad people in any cop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there are bad white people, there yeah. are bad Jewish people, yeah. there are bad black people. And, I, but, and it's not like just because Adam Sarna's character was this yes. like repulsive, unlikable man. Yeah. Was it 
shitting on the whole Jewish community. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think a little bit like that film we saw last year, Disobedience, about the, you know, Rachel Weisz, the, the lesbian thing in, yeah, in North yeah. London. It's like pretending Finchley isn't principally populated with Hasidic Jews. Yeah. If you were to show a shot of Finchley, it would be odd not to have Hasidic Jews walking in shot. Yeah, but also the thing with stereotypes, though sometimes they're wrong and we should, you know, you should yeah. jump to... Stereotypes came from somewhere. Mm. There are That's people what saying, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, so it's not like... So my, my feeling about the whole jewellery world mm. in New Yorkers, and any New Yorkers listening to this, Perhaps that's just the way it is. Perhaps well, the majority of people selling there are Jewish. Sure, and, and, and I, do think that, I do think it, they were referencing in the yeah. sense Merchants of Venice, are definitely, definitely, because the whole sort of, of um, steeped in that world and everybody that they showed us that he was dealing with was Jewish. Yeah. And maybe it is the so whole... taking the an whole, ounce of flesh. And I love that I did like the kind of twist that the guy that he was against the most that was putting him in the most danger was family. Was yes. Related. He's yes. great, that He's great. Yeah, he was in Succession, he was in yeah. Billions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, good. Yeah. He does a lot of TV series. Oh, I love yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that conflict yes. between him and that group. I loved the way it looked. Yes. I loved the way it looked and I loved the soundtrack in the end. Right. I thought the same as you, that it didn't sit well with, with what I was seeing to begin yeah. with. But then I thought it was, it sat beautifully. So I feel like it was such a... Because the reason why I think Adam Sun, why I thought Adam Sandler's performance is so brilliant, and I think it should have been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, it's just first funny. of all, it's completely different to anything else that he's done yeah. before. Yeah. And the amount of energy that he kept up throughout that so entire right. film, yeah. like, I was exhausted just watching his yes, performance. That's true. So I can't imagine how he ha he must have had to have kept up that kept that energy the entire. Well, you Mandy made the point when it came out. Is, you know, when you're on a film set, you know, you, you, we often forget you see a film in its completion and you think it's like a stage acting. The difference is. Every one of those scenes, he's got to start every take at the same level of energy, yeah. appropriate to the many varying levels of energy he's had in each scene. Yeah. You cannot even begin to comprehend how complicated that performance no, was by no, him no. and how he had to maintain that. Yeah, and, and not go over the top. And not go well. over the top. You're absolutely so, right. I, I read one one critic who said, uh, obviously, this sort of acting because one always thinks of Adam Sandler, mm. and I always have done up until now because of the type of films mm. he's in as a sort of dopey guy. Yeah, and this was the opposite. Yeah, the dopey guy. This was a guy so sort of yeah. together and mad. Yeah, that the but this didn't critic you said that maybe this type of acting suits him. Maybe he's like that in real absolutely. life. Absolutely. Well, he was like that when he was trying to get into the queue with me. <laughs> I mean, he looked. What do you mean I can't get in the queue? And then yeah, it's like, that's all Yes, he yeah. is. Just like proper New York. Proper New York. I, I love his voice. Oh, I, I love his voice. Like and his, so his quips and his one-liners. And, yeah. you know, you've got that sort of, again, this is a stereotype. He's apologising. No, the... Didn't you at one point want to say, well, just don't do it. Stop yeah, 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 yeah. Do something ridiculous. Be punched. And yeah, do yes. it again. Do it again. No, but also, what I really loved about him as well was the constant chatter. Yes. yes. People were talking constant. to him. He was still talking to So true. He never stopped. Like, when he would be having a conversation with Lakeith Stanford, he would try and talk to him and then Adam Sandler would yeah. be like carry on talking also yeah. when he's on the phone to people yeah. it was constant it's that thing if he always kept smiling yes because he didn't want to seem yeah. like he was angry yeah. Yeah. so he'd just be like okay yeah I'm sorry uh, yeah but he's carrying on yeah. carrying on but he would carry and on. you're right he would talk his way through danger so he'd walk into a potentially dangerous so Lakeith yeah. Stanfield can't find anything in his office where's my watches he yeah, gets he on the phone he's taking yeah, a call from his yeah, oncologist yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Also, it kept wrong footing me because I, I didn't think the guy would bring the opal back. I mean, I thought... No, I know. Saying, How stressful God, was him getting the opal? Why would he do that? Why would he let him take it out? I know. Place? Well, no, but he was a bit scary, wasn't he? Also, yeah. Well, he was. He was a basketball but... fan, so he was probably... Like... And then the one time it's brought to him, the door won't open. Oh, yeah. that I was, was just like, oh, my God. Was, that directorially was 
whatsoever for like a moment of rest or a moment of respite or a breather or a, it, it was relentless. And as, I, as I've said in the review, I feel like it sits quite well alongside some other notable films recently like Joker, like 1917, where the filmmaker has got a real grasp on how to keep ratcheting up the intensity which as I said to Maddie after the film, without actually exhausting you, because the danger with that is, is that you kind of get an hour, an hour and a half in, you're exhausted, you fall over, and the film generally sags at that point. Yeah. Can't maintain, it's very hard to maintain yeah, that. Yeah. I thought as a film this, did, this achieved almost the impossible, insofar as it did all of that, with a character at the heart of it that was 90% unidentifiable with or unlikable. Yeah. You know, all the choices he, were making, he was making were wrong. We weren't given any soppy scenes of him struggling with his addiction. No. Or even showing particularly much remorse. No. And so identification was tough. So I love the fact that a film has a lead protagonist who's so unsympathetic. Yeah. And yeah. I can't unpack accurately how or why I cared so much by the end. Yeah. And I think that in itself, I don't want to almost analyse too much more. That's a remarkable achievement by the filmmakers. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's true. Beautifully shot. And, and the performances, absolutely. Beautifully shot, brilliantly acted, all the support cast were, were brilliant. Lakeith Stanfield, at some point, is going to be one of the most heralded actors mm. of our generation. Mm. He, he, every part he's in is effortless. He's effortless. He is effortless, yeah, uh, He'd word. make a great Iago or something, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah. Um, I felt the parallels with Shakespeare were massive. They were. I thought its sense of almost a fairy tale, but a really dark, twisted, horrible fairy tale was, were, were great. Its ending literally oh my blew my brains out. Literally blew my brains out. I, I, I was like, what the fuck? I, I did not see that. Wasn't expecting it. Wow. So I personally would sit this, for me this year, alongside 1917 and Joker. For me, it's, it's in my top top two films of the year so far. So I'm giving it 100 out of 100. Mm. Wow. Boom. Whoa. Yeah, so I was really excited about this film from when I saw the trailer because, you know, you could I could see that it was around the whole hip-hop mm. kind of... Yeah, you were intrigued. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And I'm a really big fan of Adam Sarner because there have been, been a lot of people saying how this performance is unlike anything else he's done. Everybody else was saying that they thought it was going to be Oscar-worthy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's going to be interesting to see him in something that isn't yeah. rubbish. <laughs> Although I loved it, I was really wrong-footed at the beginning. I felt the beginning of the film yeah. was completely different to the rest of it. Yeah. But I really liked that. And I, uh, so at the end, I also really loved the psychedelic music, and mm. I liked the crossover between um, when it went into the gem, and then it turned into his colonic, um, colonic, yeah. yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I liked the thing that you said when we came out afterwards. It was kind of like how they made everybody seem like material, a bit like the yeah. gem. Yes, yeah. their skin was. All, everyone looks so everyone ill. Really horrible. Yeah. Skin, yeah, skin yeah. was like a surface. And because yeah. the, it started with you know whatever it's called the surgery thing when they mm. things yeah. Happen. And then it ended with it going into him. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And it was just something oh, really clever yes, about yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. It started yeah, it how it finished. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I felt stressed the whole way through this film, and I thought it was really, it's really skilled to make a film that has that keeps the energy up that high mm. and the stress levels that high, mm. but and never lets it get boring. Although it was an exhausting film, it didn't exhaust me in the sense that I wanted to walk out or I wanted no. it to kind of. Stop. L be more low key or anything. Mm. I, I liked the pace that it was at, mm. and okay. that's why I thought Adam Sandler's 
performance was so brilliant because mm. although he kept up that amount of energy the whole way through, which was been so exhausting, mm. yeah, must have been. He still wasn't overpowering. Yeah. Like I wasn't at one point. Oh my god, shut up! Like because yeah. he was talking the whole. He I was, don't know if you realised he was talk talking. Apparently, yeah. has the highest swear count of any film of all time. I think there's more <laughs> really? fuck said in this film than really? yeah, I think yeah. yeah. Um, and I really loved the way it was shot, the grain on it was beautiful. And it was quite colourful too. Like yes. Oh, incredibly so. Um, yeah. I didn't think there was a single bad performance in it. No, no. there wasn't. Even if it was like somebody in the background. You know, no, right even the chap that was harassing them in the yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah, and right exactly. at the end also the really horrible old guy that she was in the helicopter with. Like, he was brilliant. Oh my brilliant. God, what a remarkable character. I can't really explain why I had sympathy for him, why I worried about him, why I felt sorry for him, mm. because he was unlikable, he was repulsive. Yeah. He was an unpleasant person, he was unfaithful. He was stupid, yet kind of got his own way. Yeah. Yes. Um, and... Just... I, I don't know why, but I just I felt so I worried about him the whole way through. I was oh, like, I didn't want anything bad to happen, yeah. to him, oh, okay. even though something bad should have happened to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the ending, I mean, it was like such a shocking ending. Like I love when a film can just it's it's, it's bold end. enough to just end, end where it ends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that because yeah. I was worried because yeah. as it's coming to the end, I was like, I hope it's I've, I've got I've got a feeling like it's going to be one of those films where it doesn't end with a really bold kind of. Yes. It was one of the most shocking endings, and it's definitely going to be my top ten. Wow. Oh wow. Um, so I would definitely give this 100 out of 100. Wow. wow. What were you going to say, Mom? I was just going to say, let me just say this to sort of, uh, it fits in with everything else that I've said, and I don't change my um, mm. figure. But for the first time, it made me feel old. I thought, I can't take this. <laughs> Literally. I said to Dad when we came out, Nan's going to die watching Yeah. Oh, well, that's I an interesting warning for anyone over I a certain age thought, or disposition. Oh, my goodness. We've now, I've finally reached the age where... I can't see every film that comes out because this is too much for my heart. I, literally. Well, I, 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 I go, it's literally so stressful. It's yeah. so stressful. I, I go so far as to say, yeah. I think I think this could mark the dawn of a new era of filmmaking. Yeah. And if it is a new era of filmmaking, I think we're all going to be rinsed and emotionally drained yes. even more than we ever have been. I yeah. mean, it reminded me of the heady days of Scorsese kicking out. Yeah, I so like I forgot a, a part a bit, of you yeah. must have felt sympathy for him if you were as stressed as you were, though. If you think about it, because if you true. if somebody Maybe, if yeah. you didn't care about him at all, you wouldn't have been stressed because no, yeah, all the stress was around worrying what was going to happen to yeah. me. Yeah. I felt like it was like a basketball game. I felt like yeah, the ball was being passed, yeah, yeah. passed, passed, and I was like, oh, "You're absolutely thinking. right." I think the analogies were really, it's analogous with an uncut gem. It's analogous with a basketball yeah. game. Yeah, it's very Shakespearean. Yeah, you're right. It's you would have thought things. from the beginning of the film it was going to be some sort of sci-fi. Yeah. Such a wrong footing beginning yeah, and, and yeah. such a surprising end. What and when you, was, you know, and with the basketball player getting yes. so obsessed with looking at it, yeah. it's like, is it going to be some alien type yeah, stuff yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, I know what you mean. 